Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have this, Clevis Sotai of Pegasus Marketing, and they focus on email marketing and strategy as a whole for direct-to-consumer brands in e-commerce, such as fashion, food and beverages, health and nutrition, beauty and cosmetics. Hey, Clevis, welcome to the show. Hello, Mark. Pleasure to have, pleasure to to be here, and thank you, thank you for uh, for having me. First of all, hey man, you're so so welcome. Can you just expand a bit more on you know, where your business is today and the kind of people that you love working with? Yes, absolutely. So the agency is newish. Uh, we I have personally been working for a couple of years in email marketing uh, as a copywriter as well. Uh, right now, we are working with uh, e-commerce brands, basically only in these four niches, uh, kind of more niches that are more focused on uh, women as a customer basis. And we have been working with different clients in, in every single niche. And right now, we are focusing on basically getting more warm leads so rather than us being on the offensive every single time and going out there and reaching out to clients uh, we want to leverage our success as much as possible to make clients come to us maybe discover us and then we can we can see how we can focus more of our time into producing an amazing uh, service rather than spending a lot of time going out there and just hunting for clients every single time. Oh, yeah. I think everyone at home can realize that, that that hunt, that consistent yeah. battle to try and get new clients, new leads. It's it's kind of exhausting without a complete strategy and, and, and reason behind it. So sounds like what you're trying to do is with the value that you create, with the exposure that you're looking to bring, uh, put yourself out there as someone who has the authority, has the expertise. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so it has been quite a journey, especially since uh, when you are when I started as a freelancer. So I basically was a hotel manager. I I, I had the nine to five, nine to five like everyone else. But as you know, COVID just basically destroyed uh, everyone in the mm-hmm. hotel industry, and I was forced to start something on the side. Now, 2020, as I remember it, uh, there was a lot of videos during the COVID period that uh, were basically selling, here are 15 professions that you can make money from home without a degree. Sure, yeah. 
Yes, so I got into that and I got into copywriting, which was one of the few ones that I thought, okay, I can do this. Okay, what, uh, what was it? What was it that drew you to copywriting? Well, basically, first of all, I don't have a, 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 a how do I say it? I, I, I don't have a problem talking to, to, to people and writing to people. So I was good with words all the time. And but I, I'm not big over I'm not an extrovert, like 100 percent I'm basically an ambivert and basically being able to uh, communicate with others, not just by talking to them, but also by writing is kind of the perfect balance for me. Mm. So I don't have to come in contact with you all the time like a salesman to be able to talk to you, right to communicate you something. I can just write it and you can basically, uh, I, I can basically make money out of it. Or, well, the client can make money out of it and I can leverage uh, a good balance of extrovert and introvert. Uh, oh, so you keep that communication, keep that connection, but with a good amount of distance. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Beautiful. Love that. So I'm glad that you found the thing that was that's right for you. Um, and you obviously have been a freelancer for a while now. And then you took the step into being an agency owner rather than just being a one person show, doing the copywriting, doing the strategy. So what's it been like for you taking that step from freelancer to agency owner? Oh, <laughs> in the beginning, to be honest, I didn't think it would, it, it would be difficult. I thought, okay, so I am selling email marketing right now, right? I am doing email marketing for my clients as a freelancer. So if I have an agency, well, I would have more authority, right? So th this was my, my, my thought process. Mm. And then I started an agency and I started to realize the crazy amount of work that needs to be put on. And every single day seemed to, uh, I, I seemed to work around 10 hours every single day uh -huh. and I wasn't moving anywhere. <laughs> so what what kind of jobs had come up that you didn't realize or didn't you didn't see oh, the entirety of the yes what was it well basically from the from the the construction of the website uh to to being able to actually uh go out there and see what lead generation tool is the one for me or also i needed to be able to uh find good content for uh my articles I needed to also at the same time uh, start social media for every single uh, for for my agency for for LinkedIn for uh, Instagram because I needed to reach out to people more. I needed to go and create content for the, for the social media profiles, and it didn't seem to end at all. Yeah, dude, that is an awful that, and that's just lead generation. That's just yeah. sort of business. That's that's not the actual business side of it and actually fulfilling clients. So all those hats you're taking on, and we all do this when we start as a solopreneur, and we when we start our business or start our agency. Yes, we we take on everything, and it's when I just do this, then I'll have time, but more and more you create a post create some content you need to do some more don't you so it just keeps on going yeah 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 well the only thing that actually helped me was okay so i heard of chat gpt and i thought okay so can i use chat gpt so i go on chat gpt and i and i start to kind of learn how it works and i and i asked chat gpt okay so can you basically uh, give me at least some ideas about content so give me 10 ideas about articles Article content, 
then about Instagram, then about LinkedIn, and at least the the thought the 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 thought process of creating new ideas is going to be done for me and I just can create them. It gives you a start of a time. It gives you yeah. something to work from, not do the work for you, but it gives you, okay, I, I now know my topics. I know my subjects. I know the, what I want to talk about and then you can expand. Yes. And I, to be honest, I, I, I am glad that I only use it for that because generating, I tried generating, generating articles from ChatGPT. Oh man, that's, that's no, 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 no. I understand that it it is simple writing, and a lot of people can can basically uh, understand what I am writing about. Mm. But that is basically me trying to explain it to a beginner. And as much as I would want to keep it simple, I don't think that that kind of uh, uh, Content is going to be good for any agency. Now, yeah. if I am a if I am a freelancer, then okay, I can I can post things like that. Although every single other person can do the same thing. Yeah. But as as an agency, I definitely uh, definitely uh, cannot do that kind of content. And I am glad that I was able to satisfy satisfy myself uh, by just asking for uh, for ideas of content rather than the, the content itself. Yeah, absolutely. So, and then let's fast forward to today. So you've gone through the, the dramas of starting your own entity, wearing every single hat imaginable. Yeah. Now you have your team. Now you have clients coming through. So what new challenges now do you find that you have as you've, as you've reached this next level? Oh, yeah, so now it seems to be even more difficult, to be honest. <laughs> so what happened is that... Uh, as 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 a previous freelancer, I had contact with a lot of uh, clients that I I had handled over the year, over the two years that I I worked. And because I started the agency, I asked them, "Do do you need uh, services?" And I was willing to give them a, a good deal, just so that I, I so that my staff also can start and focus on only the niches that I am going to work with because my uh, email email marketing specialist for example is someone that has worked with uh, let's say automotive in the automotive industry right but i don't need that expertise i don't need that so uh, i needed to be able to uh, make them understand how this works and i needed to be able not only to explain it to them but to also make them uh, transform their skills and their previous knowledge into uh, and make it uh, so that it works perfectly with the niches that I am focusing on. Mm. More so, so the specialist because the designer can do the same job, does the job perfectly. The designer is always uh, a bit more immune to this kind of big change. But the specialist is definitely someone that needed a, a little bit of uh, help into tra uh, uh, being transferred for, from the heavy industry niches into basically fashion, retail, uh, food and beverages, the niches that I'm focusing on. Nice. So do, do you find now that you've got a nice sort of blend of a team that you've helped, you've got a wealth of experience? Um, yes, yes. What's, what's your next hire? Where are you next focusing to expand your agency? Okay. So right now at the moment, I want to create a team of 
six people. Right now, I only have two people, one specialist and one designer. I want to take on, uh, uh, I want to also take a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. As the clientele grows, I want to be able to uh, circulate information as uh, fluently, as, uh, as simply as possible, as easily as possible from my specialist to my designer and to me, which I'm going to manage, be, be basically also a client manager as well. And a virtual assistant with the capability to create reports that I am going to need is definitely going to be a great asset uh, for my agency. And so where do you... my immediate next hire is going to be the virtual assistant. Perfect. And where do you see your role evolving? And again, I'm keeping in mind that, you know, just, just a few years ago, you were freelancing and starting out here. Now you've fast tracked so quickly to be building this agency. So where do you see your role going? What do you, what do you want to be doing? What, what's your role? Okay. Uh, okay. So my objective for the agency, I want to have uh, basically uh, four teams or big team. So uh, a team is going to be comprised of a client manager uh, that, that is going to basically manage uh, the communication uh, fr uh, from the clients to the team and uh, basically oversee the whole uh, product uh, service delivery process. Two email marketing specialists, two uh, designers, and the one virtual assistant. These six people are going to work together and going to handle 10 brands. What I want to do is I want to make sure that every single team is going to take over, to take on only brands of one certain niche. Nice. So for example, I am going to have a specialized team of apparel and fashion. These six people right here are going to have previous experience in apparel and fashion and are going to uh, basically focus only on apparel and fashion. The other six are going to be focused, let's say, on food and uh, beverages. The other six is going to be focused only on brands with, uh, let's say, uh, beauty and cosmetics. And the other, the, the last remaining six is, are going to be focused on brands with uh, health and nutrition. Nice. And so with that big vision in mind, it's great that you can you can place it out to this is exactly where I'm going. Yes. What's what's your biggest hurdle right now in actually getting there? What is it for you, the business owner, that's that is yes. the struggle, that is the, okay. the focus point? So at the moment, uh, my biggest struggle is to be able to get the word out. So basically, hey, we are here. We have been delivering amazing, like excellent product and service for such and such a long uh, amount of time. Mm -hmm. uh, we have been working with this brand and that brand and look at the achievement here and look at the job we did there and basically try to attract uh, clients that want to work with us, but at the same time are the right client for clients for us as well. Yeah, there's a big distinction, not just taking any client because we yeah. need to pay the bills. It's yeah. I need the right clients because you know what you're building, you know where you're going. Um, so with this exposure, so you have the experience, you have the client testimonials, you have the results that you do. You've got the, the, the leaders and the experience within your team. What is it that, that is the struggle for you personally with 
with getting the exposure? Okay, so I kind of thought I was always going to be this anonymous guy that was going to make money online. Uh -huh. And I didn't need to be known to others. I just could work uh, from my laptop in my room without knowing basically anyone. And I was going to do everything this way until I understood the hard way that exposure is basically the biggest weapon that I can have in my arsenal for uh, connecting to, to, to basically clients that I want to work with. Yeah. And now I have to start my exposure into the e-commerce the, the e world from scratch while at the same time handling every single other thing. Yeah. And again, the reason why we're talking today, you, you decided you need to be seen, need to get out there, need to talk to more people. You came across us on, on a day that you had the, the inspiration. It's like, this is, it's meant to be. Yeah. Yes. So this is one of your first steps to, you know, being seen, speaking to a new, a new audience, um, just even practicing getting yourself out there. It's, it can, that, that first step, so many people I know at home, I'd be like, yeah, it's tough. I don't want to do this. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's anxiety inducing. There's all this fear that comes into it. So what is it, what is it for you personally that, that, that's the hold you back? Well, I was nervous. I mean, I didn't, I was not nervous. Uh, about the podcast until five minutes be before the first podcast actually started. So five minutes before the podcast started, oh, okay, is everything okay? Uh, are my headphones okay? Okay, the, the anxiety is starting to seep in. Uh, is my is my brightest on? Can I talk uh, correctly on the podcast? Uh, is my English going to be okay? Because I'm not uh, a native English speaker. And can I get my point across? Will I be able to communicate as clearly as I, 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 I want to be able to? Is this going to be a good thing for me? And basically, who is this? Who is this, Mark? Who is on Forget Yourself? <laughs> so basically, every single question that can, that can make you doubt yourself just comes directly, like at the same time. Yeah, let, let, let's just pause there because that is so eloquently put. This one experience five minutes before this actual podcast, all the things came in that probably come in when you want to do a post or do a new video or reach out to a new prospect. All these things come in and everything you listed there, every single area of focus is what could go wrong? What could go wrong? What's broken? What can go wrong? That right there is a beautiful piece of awareness. I think maybe, maybe you didn't realize that before. Maybe you haven't paused and actually seen this all that focus on all these negatives. What do you think is going to happen? Where do you think you're going to make a mistake? Where do you think, what, what are you going to invite in by bringing that focus and attention to all these negative areas? Well, it is basically uncharted territory for me, right? So I think basically, well, first of all, First of all, instinctively, we humans tend to fear the unknown. And at the same time, uh, I, ha I have been having this fear of uh, rejection also by seeing how cold email was working for me because I tried cold email and it was terrible. 
although I was confident in the word that I was writing in the email because I'm an email marketer. Yeah. It, it went terrible for me. So, and this right now that we are basically talking and I am much more calm and at the same time, I'm enjoying it. 30 minutes ago, it was not like this because <laughs> it was before, third, third, I mean, before the call, it was a, a cold experience still. Yeah. So the same feelings, uh, I was experiencing the same feelings as I did uh, when getting rejected or basically ignored in cold emails and the same Okay, so, so that, the fear of the unknown, the, the, the fear, the not rejection. wanting rejection, those feelings, um, those are the ones that you struggle with that have held you back so far. However, as you just said right now, we're what we're sort of 20 minutes in having a great old time and those have gone away so if you were able to do the find the right strategy for you and your business that brought you some some new clients and some good exposure and some great collaborations that feeling would go away so it's the experiential understanding of seeing the results so folks on the external see the results then are we calmer Yes, absolutely. How do we reverse engineer that so that you, my friend, are calm, confident before you jump onto a, a podcast interview with, with a stranger that you've only met through <laughs> through Facebook? Yes. Well, to be honest, the same thing happened to me as well when I first started freelancing. And it was up until I was able to produce results for my clients. Yeah. I had that fear as well. And now that fear that I had as a freelancer is being uh, basically that is the same fear, but now as an agency owner. Oh, now you're next level. Yeah, because I, I also have other people that work with me that I have to pay. And I have, I have to make sure that they also uh, get work and they also can feed themselves. Oh, so at this new level, you still have the fear of rejection. You still have the fear of the unknown, but now you have the pressure of, oh my gosh, I have to not only fulfill for my clients, but I've got a team and they rely on me. Yeah. How, how has that been to take that pressure on in just a, a short period of time? Well, it has not been easy. It has not been easy because besides all of this, life also happens. A lot of other stuff happened during daily uh, life and absolutely. a lot of other problems happened during daily life. So, and these are an extra amount of uh, basically uh, pressure that you have to keep on your shoulders at all times. Mm. And there have been some nights when I have not been able to sleep as good as I would have wished. But for me personally, one amazing thing that I was able to do uh, in order to alleviate a little bit of all of this stress was start going to the gym. Mm-hmm. So it basically the, the, the physical, uh, all of that physical movement helped me to, to get my blood uh, moving. I also started to, to basically meditate, talk to myself, make myself understand. So even though you will get rejected a lot of times. It's normal. And you did get rejected in the past as well. I made myself remember how things were. Yeah. Because even though I was a freelancer, 
that made more than $100,000 for himself in just two years. I got rejected 90% of the times that I actually went and applied for a project. 90% to, to, be, to be modest 90% because I think it was more, but let's just say 90%. Let's call it 90. That's a nice round yeah, figure. Yeah. So I got rejected 9% of the time. and But the more I worked, even though, 10, let's say, with only 10% of the people that accepted me, the more I worked, the less uh, relevant the 90% of rejection, rejections became for me. Mm. So the more I was able to prove to myself, look, I am doing this, the less relevant those rejection, rejections became. And I think the same thing needs to happen now as well. So even though I will get rejected a lot of times, if I am able to uh, provide amazing results as I have done so far to my clients and help the people that work with me maintain a living, then that fear of rejection, rejection is, is going to go away because I will understand that, okay, I am doing my role. I am fulfilling my role as someone who has who needs to pay people, but at the same time needs to pay his own bills and needs to take care of himself as well. Yeah, without you, without taking care of yourself and your own situation, there is no agency. There is no business to actually fund other people and provide oh, the amazing results that you do for your clients. So I love the way you describe what you're going through, how you're managing to, to cope by yourself and the things that you're doing. So, hey, Clavis, thanks so, so much for joining us and sharing your story um, as you've grown from hotel management to freelancer, to agency owner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Look, if people want to find out more about, about you and your business, where can they find you guys online? Oh, for sure. On the on forget, uh, on forget Yourself. Not only the podcast, you, you guys also have uh, an interview kind of thing that you, you, you do with people and with agency owners, right? And you help them. You, you basically kind of do it all. Absolutely. For, for us. Well, yeah, tell me, what, what, where, what's your URL? Where can people Google and find, find you guys? Yeah, so the URL is basically Pegasus E, so all attached, slash marketing.com. Perfect. This is the URL, but for all e-commerce owners, just reach out. Reach out is going to be, everything is going to be for free. And for all <laughs> agency owners, I... I definitely, I, I mean, basically on my experience up to now, I will definitely say that they need to connect with you because just being able to, to communicate like this as an agency owner, is, it has been a lot of uh, fun and also alleviating a lot of stress uh, from my shoulders as well. And this is just the podcast. Uh, it, it's not even the interview and everything that the consulting that you do, that is basically for agency owners. That is even more fantastic. Hey man, I'm glad, I'm glad you feel that way because you know everything we do with our, with our masterminds and our, our coaching, I get to do this podcast and talk to people like you and other episodes and help people see little nuggets. We'll have 20 minutes together, yeah. but you've been able to go through a couple of journeys and look at a couple of things. And if it's brought you any understanding or ideas or relief, my job here is done. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Likewise. It was a pleasure for me as well. Thank you. 
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.